welcome back to another season of the Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast, where each week we sit down with members of the Columbia men's and women's basketball programs. I'm Kyle Matrician, one of your co-hosts for season two. I'll be joined some weeks by Mike Kowalski, who also hosts the Captain's Corner Podcast with the Columbia Football Program. However, this week it's just me and fourth-year head women's basketball coach Megan Griffith to preview the upcoming and what we both hope is an exciting Columbia women's basketball season. Megan, I know you're looking forward to it. Very much so. I'm happy to be here and looking forward to catching up right now on what's been going on with us. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is the summer with you. Uh, how was the recruiting trail this summer? Did you go on any interesting trips? Did you go to any interesting places? Yeah, recruiting is always exciting, and uh, you're doing quite a lot. You don't always get to see places. You see a lot of gyms. But um, this summer, I was mainly stateside and uh, spent a lot of time. I was I was kind of all over the place, but Vegas was the, the one trip. I'd, I'd never been to Vegas before. I was out there for like two days. And that's a unique place for sure. <laughs> never been <laughs> to Vegas at all. Yeah, in never. Your college not days. Not even once before. No, not doesn't never really appealed to me. Uh, so it was, it was a cool trip. I mean, I went, I did, like you know, I tried to get it, like get on the strip at night and and just like be there. Um, I had a quick, I had a red eye though after the event, so that was kind of brutal. <laughs> I was going to say, did you do anything fun while you were in Vegas? I mean, what was the uh, most interesting thing you did outside of, you know, yeah. recruiting and all that? I saw the Cirque du Soleil uh, O, the water show, which okay. was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's fantastic what those people can do and just from an acrobatic standpoint and, and pure entertainment. So that was that was in the Bellagio. But, okay. Uh, I've been really once in college. Show. I oh, went as okay. a senior. Uh, we went out there. My senior year is our spring break trip. It was fun for me, right? I'd never been there before, and I had just turned 21. And then what was actually really fun is we went out to L- we drove out to L.A. with a rental, and there was like four or five of us, and we were all on the prices right. And one <laughs> of my my, be- my best friend, he got he got called down and oh was a contestant on the prices right. Uh, uh, you know, they call down the first four, yeah. and then they, they do the first uh, game up there. Uh-huh. He was the next contestant that got called down, and he was he was there the entire show. Never made it up. He never. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. brutal. We, we love that show. We, we gave it to love him. Love that show. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. If he would have listened to me, I would have got him up there. But that's a whole that's a whole another story for a different time. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Getting back to basketball, I want to touch on last season first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about the successes last season because I think you know this is my fourth year with your program as well. I've seen a lot of growth in this program in my four years here, and I'm sure you have as well. Uh, the win over Harvard last year, scoring 22 unanswered points in the first quarter, sweeping Brown, beating Cornell, and in the non-conference season, beating a Mercer team that didn't lose a game the rest of the season after you went down to Macon, Georgia, and beat Mercer. They mm-hmm. went undefeated through Southern Conference play, and then in the 15-2 game against Iowa, took Iowa all the way to the wire. Uh, so that just goes to prove how big of a win that was for you. Outside of that, or if you just want to include that in your answer, mm-hmm. I mean, what was the growth like for you last year to see that from your team? Well, it's it's funny now because we're watching some of our earlier games because the the opponents we played, like Albany and St. Joe's and Fordham, like they were all early in our season. So we're kind of reliving <laughs> our, our early start of the year last season. I would say that we grew enormously uh, as a program, and I think – our staff did a really nice job of just paying attention to developing our players and making sure that they were all on their own path and not just necessarily like so team focused. I think it's really hard with a young team to get outside of like, Oh, we got to get our offense this way. We got to do this. We got to do that. Um, And not just like 
grow them as, as individuals as well. So I think the major turn for us was just like making sure we did that and paid a lot of attention to just getting the individuals better so that the product would be better as a whole. Um, but the growth that we saw, you know, and even I think too, when you look at our record, people were like, oh, okay. You know, it's, it wasn't like this, um, you know, we were top heavy with wins or anything. It was just that we actually got so much better, especially at the middle point of the season when I think our program really had a chance to take a break reflect and then be like okay this is who we are now and early in the season it was really hard to have an identity because we were still trying to figure things out trying to figure out lineups what is this player going to bring to us can these players play together um we had some small injuries and so to just have some you know rhythm coming out of december into january is when i think we really figured things out and we knew who we were and we ran with that so Looking back on that, it's like if you want to pick up where you left off, I think we're in a good place that we've added depth and we are in a good spot right now in terms of coming off of these things that we saw, we talked about briefly. And as you mentioned, the team really turned the corner right before Ivy League play started with that win over Hampton and the win over Mercer. And last year, you know, trying to figure out your identity, but even in Ivy League play, a lot of those games maybe that the team didn't win came down to the wire. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, a one-point loss at home against Dartmouth where there was a chance at the buzzer to win the game, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the game at Princeton, uh, down big at halftime, but came all the way back mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter to make that a really close game. The game at home against Penn. I mean, those are two. those are the two teams, I mean, far less that have dominated the conference over mm -hmm. the last few years. So in your mind, what do you hope the difference is this year to kind of turn the corner in those games? Yeah, it was, you know, we had a lot of exciting games like that where it was, nothing was a, like a blowout necessarily. I think we had two games last year where I was like, we didn't even show up. Um, but, it, you know, we figured it out that it, you can play with anybody if you're focused on yourselves. And for us, it was a belief in the practice and the work that we put in that brought us back into those games or, or helped us take those runs or, or start a game like Harvard at home, you know, going on a 22-2 run, like it, so for us this year, it's been f totally focused on the Columbia women's basketball process and not who's standing across from you or who's in the other jersey. And I think if we can just stay true to that and make sure that our identity stays strong and our foundations are built around that, it, I think we can play with a lot of people. So I'm, I'm excited for that, that growth that we're going to take this year because I think there's a lot, of, a lot of room for us to keep improving and to just stay focused on ourselves, like I said. And this season, I've got to say, an exciting time for Columbia women's basketball. You're returning all five starters from last year's team. You return two All-Ivy League players, Sienna Durr, who was second-team All-Ivy League and the Ivy League Rookie of the Year. Janaya Clemens was honorable mention All-Ivy League. And only Columbia and Princeton, as you pointed out to me, I might mention, are the two teams that return multiple All-Ivy League players from last year. Mm -hmm. uh, like, how excited are you to have all of that going into this year? Yeah, it's, it just gives you, I think it gives the program confidence. And, you know, you can look across the board from senior to first year now and say everybody in each of these classes will be a main contributor. There's going to be people that contribute from every class. And that's really rare to be able to say that when you look at your program. Um, but, you know, I think having the experience, the game experience of transitioning from a first year to a sophomore, like all those players that, you know, all of our first freshmen started, or not started, but played, actually they all did start at some point, but they sure did. Uh, but to, just for them to, to grow another year. And then, like I said, to add depth to that, it's, it just makes them feel more confident as well. So as a staff, that's our job is to keep them confident, keep them hungry, keep them focused on us. 
and I'm going to add a little bit more to what we just talked about in terms of how much you return to this team this season. I'm just going to read off some of these numbers, and I just want you to say what comes to mind. 91% of your scoring comes back this year. 88% <laughs> of your rebounding from last year. 95% of your assists. 86% of your steals. 93% of your block shots. And 88% of the minutes that were on the floor. I mean, going into a season to have that much experience on your team. I mean, what? I mean, we just talked about it again, but like, have you ever coached a team like that before? No, I have not. Um, it's it's special. It's fun. It's it's great. You know, again, like I said, I think that just instills confidence and and trust that the system that you were building last year, especially because that's when we sort of changed our style to be the team that we were hoping we could be, that we can build on that. You know, that's those numbers just give more validation so that we can we can build on that because we're going to have a lot of people returning even after this year too. So, it's you know just again like I said, staying focused on the day to day, on the process day to day. Um, and, you know, hopefully, even though it's 88% of our rebounding, we better be better rebounding team this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I think that we'll, we'll solve some of those problems with, with, uh, by personnel. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of personnel, that's what I want to do next with you, is I want to go into a little bit on each player on this year's roster. Uh, and I'm going to start with the five returners. Okay. And who I'm going to start with first is none other than Sienna Durr. Uh, just a few notes on Sienna Durr for some of our listeners. She was the first Ivy League Rookie of the Year in this program's history. And along with that, she was the first Met Basketball Writers Association Rookie of the Year, which encompasses all of the Division One schools in the New York City and surrounding area, which I believe is 19 Division One programs. Uh, she set the Columbia rookie record for points in a season last year. She was number two among NCAA freshmen in shooting percentage last year, and she was top 10 among NCAA freshmen in points per game. Can you just talk about Sienna Durr a little bit, uh, what she means to this team, and then talk about the growth that you saw out of her from when she first walked into your gym last season to when the season ended? So, uh, first, she's a special uh, individual. You know, I think that People, the things that people don't know about Sienna that you know, I want people to know is she's very smart. She's got an enormous heart. She loves her teammates, and she, you know, loves Columbia. I think that there's, you know, for that to have a player like that that can show up every day and preach your message and be what you're hoping and set a cultural cultural standard for you is huge. So, you know, it's everybody, you know, people have said and a lot of my coaching friends and, you know, just coaches that I've followed that if your your best players can be your hardest workers too, you're in a good place. Um, and she's she's that. She's one of our hardest workers. So uh, the growth that she's that she took or, you know, that she she had last season, you know, from day one, I would say Sienna was she's okay. She, uh, the thing I love about her too, is that she's okay to like mess up and laugh at herself. <laughs> so, um, like she's a goofball. She's a total goofball in the gym during practice. Yeah, yeah. Like she, like sometimes we have these moments where I'm like, why are you being so awkward right now? You know? Um, but she's, she's also extremely intense and passionate, which makes her really good. Uh, because she never, like she always goes hard in drills. She wins, probably 99% of the sprints that we have. And she just, she doesn't take possessions off. And when the lights turn on, meaning like the ball's tipped or in game time, it, it, I don't even know how she does it, but she ramps it up another notch. And, you know, and she, I think she's busting her tail in practice. So <laughs> for, for that to be 
her kryptonite, I get or her not her kryptonite, but her like X factor. That's pretty special for a player. Yeah. So and she doesn't just win all those sprints because she was a track and field athlete. In high <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, uh, Kaylinder, her mo- her mother, who was a hurdler and um, a really, really special college athlete. But yeah, no, um, I think she parts part of it. She has good form, but she's she can beat most people in a in a sprint A to B. And then I'm gonna speaking of growth of players, we're mm-hmm. gonna move on to the next player returning, not the second returning All Ivy League player. <coughs> And she's returning as a second-year captain for you this season is Janiah Clemens. And a little bit more on Janiah Clemens. Last year, you and the, you voted her at the at the season at the season banquet, the team MVP, mm-hmm. which I think says a lot about her. Mm-hmm. The year before that, was voted the most improved player mm-hmm. at your end of season banquet. That was from her sophomore to her junior year. I mean, she. I think, and I've heard you say that she just embodies how you want players to develop from their first year to their senior year. Can you think, can you just speak to that a little bit? Completely. Uh, you hit it on the head right there. She's a complete representation about what it looks like to change, accept change, and be willing and open to go after and get the things that you want. Uh, I am so proud of her. It's amazing. Uh, you know, she's like a daughter to me, and we we started this thing together, and I'm really excited to to finish her senior year strong. She just she wants it so badly, and she doesn't just want it for herself. I think that's that's what's even more special. You know, she's she's like having another coach on the floor, um, and and that's been a huge help for our young players. Um, she also knows the right things to say, which is really hard for for players as well. Is that sometimes they don't know what to say, or they don't know how to fix it, and she's she's constantly instilling a confidence, but also holding people to a standard. Um, I'm. And I think Jay's worked really hard to expand her game, you know, and just work on the things that she's not good at. It's it's easy for her to shoot pull-up jumpers every day and make all of those. But, you know, she wants to be a better a basket attacker. She wants to get to the free throw line. She wants to hit the open three and be a great passer. So for us, she's going to fill the, the role of, like, just doing whatever the team needs and on both ends of the floor. And I just want to touch on I just want to touch on Janaya a little bit more and what she did last season. I mean, she really turned it on. I would say once Ivy League season started. I mean, I I saw a whole new gear out of Janaya that yeah. I hadn't seen in two mm-hmm. and a half years. And then she goes on to end the year averaging 12 points, 5.8 rebounds. But I would say an Ivy League play was probably closer to 15 points mm-hmm. for you in games. Uh, she was third in the Ivy League last year in field goal percentage, 14 double-figure scoring games. I mean, like I said, she just really turned it on for mm-hmm. you. And as you mentioned, that that pull-up jumper that she has <laughs> is her, go to, her go-to shot. Yeah. I uh, try to keep Janaya's uh, feet on the ground, not get her head too big. But she's got a special gift there, and um, it's very hard to guard. You know, you just see players shake their heads when they try to guard her. And, you know, what happened is a lot of teams in the second part of conference play started just fouling her, sending her to the free throw line. Um, you know, and I hope that they do that this year too because she's going to be knocking those down. But, uh, you know, I think she's just, yeah, she's got, she's just elevated her game in a way, like you say, Kyle, that like, I mean, she had three 20 plus point games in conference play last year. Like, that's crazy. That's, you know, we had three players with three 20 point games all together. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty insane that um, we can, we have the capacity to, to really put, the, put the ball in the basket. Yeah. And I think before Ivy League play last season, I think that was her first time ever scoring 20 points in a game was in the, was in Ivy League play last season. And then she did it three times. Mm-hmm. So just again, yep. to speak to the, the gear that she turned it up to. And yeah. hopefully we see that again in her senior year. Totally. Not to mention, she also has a job offer already. 
That is yeah, that is the real goal. Out yes, a hundred percent. She's again, like you talked about growth process and like what it looks like. She went after what she wanted to do, and she was she's a comp sci major, and she wanted to be a software engineer, and she got a job with Citibank as a as a software programmer for this upcoming. Well, the following year after she graduates. and She already has it locked down. It's already locked down. It was offered to her before her internship was even over. So, again, kudos to her for, like, going after and getting what she wanted. That's all part of the Columbia experience. And I know Janaya talked about that internship, that we, the media day that we just had mm-hmm. earlier this week. Yep. So I want to wish a congratulations to Janaya on that. Moving on to our next returner, another team captain this year. You have two, key, t- two team captains this year. Last year it was just Janaya, but now – you have Janiah and Riley Casey. Mm-hmm. And I have to say before we get into Riley's playing style, I think it's kind of nice that you have two different personalities as captains mm-hmm. this year. Maybe you can speak to that and just maybe how that helps the team have two people to go to that are a little bit different. Absolutely. Rye is, is I mean, she's she's not like the complete opposite of Janiah, but just her approach is really different. And like you said, I think her teammates find her to be somebody that a lot of people can relate to for different reasons. And she's easy to talk to, you know, she's got, you know, uh, you know, a big smile and a big heart as well, similar to Janiah, but she's, she's honest and direct. And she just, she understands how to talk to people in different ways, which I think goes a long way on a team of different personalities and especially women's basketball team. But um, she, Riley has done, and paid a lot of attention to growing as a vocal leader for us. And that is what I think has earned her teammates' respect even most. You know, from day one, I remember telling her, and she started for us in her first year, I was like, Rai, you need to talk more. You need, it's just not in her nature to do that. And she even, you know, self-admitted it's not her strong point. And I think she understands that's what her team needs and that's what she needs to give this year. And a lot of it, too, has to do with it's not just talking to talk. It's because she knows what's going on. And she knows me and she knows, you know, what we're trying to accomplish. So her taking that big step in that area as a leader and as a great teammate, um, understanding that people respect and and need to hear from her is going to empower her to do that this year for us. And I want to touch a little bit on her statistics now and her basketball ability. She mm-hmm. started all but one game for you last year, just right to the, mm-hmm. to the end of the year, just a little injury slash sickness issue that last weekend. Um, Two-time Ivy League weekly honor roll selection. She was the Met Basketball Writers Player of the Week in January when she went off for 31 points, I believe mm-hmm. it was. Oh, no, it wasn't 31. She had like 29 against Hampton and like 34 against it was, Mercer it was, or something was, like yeah. that. <laughs> but she can score in bunches Oh yes, for yeah. you. And mm-hmm. everybody knows that she can shoot the three. And she went seven for 11 in that game against Hampton, which is actually the second most three-pointers made in a game in this mm-hmm. program's history. But what I've really seen from Riley last year is the ability to dribble, drive, and penetrate and score in different ways for you. Mm -hmm. So how is that going to help you this season, and how do you expect Riley to be implemented into your offense and your defense? Uh, Riley is – she's a natural scorer, which uh, is hard to guard, especially if you, like, really – believe you can do it at multiple levels so for her to be able to stretch the defense demand a hard closeout or a long closeout and then also be able to get in and mix it up and get to the free throw line or make a pass or a good decision um, it, it makes her game very different and unique because there's not a lot of players that are that are really um, good playmakers in that way. So for her, you know, she's done, she's put a lot of time into just, you know, understanding that you don't just have to be a shooter to be a scorer, but you can, you can affect the game in a lot of different ways. Um, so her role for us this year, you know, one is that it's experience because she, she's been here now and, and been playing for two full years, but two, 
she's she just doesn't rush either. Like she there's a poise and composure that she has which will help again with a young team. So looking for her to take on a role where she just she helps people and understand where they're supposed to be and why we're doing what we're doing. And it was 31 points that she scored against mm. Hampton last year, which actually was one point shy of a top 10 mark for points in a game. Okay. Which maybe we can see her get to that this year. <laughs> but a few, a few more, a few more little Hopefully. notes on Riley for the yeah. podcast. Uh, in the single season record book, mm-hmm. she, her freshman season and her sophomore season, she was top 10 in three pointers attempted. But not only that, <laughs> last year, last year she was second. In three pointers made in program history, there we when go. she had sixty sixty, she made sixty two threes last year. Okay, and heading into this season, she's got two years left. Mm-hmm. She's already in the top ten in three pointers made. Okay, uh, in her career, one hundred and nine heading into this season. So mm-hmm. we hope to see Riley keep scoring the three, but yeah. we also hope to see Riley score in different ways and be versatile, which I know will help you and this team tremendously. Absolutely. All right, moving on to our next returner, we're gonna go down to Michaela Markham. <laughs> and I don't mean that, you know, literally. No, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Out of the point guard position, uh, a returner, a returning sophomore for you this year. She was another impact freshman for you last mm-hmm. season. Definitely. She had 120 assists, which was a top 10 mark in Columbia history and was the most ever by a Columbia freshman mm-hmm. in this in this program's 30-plus year era. Um, talk about Michaela a little bit. She, had, she played so much for you last year. Oh, I mean, yeah. she was... Really, your one true point guard on the floor, so she had to learn a lot right away. Yes. Michaela is, she's another, like, just competitor, kind of like Sienna, it's, especially when the lights turn on, too. Like, she just wants to win. Like, it's like, I don't care what's in front of me. I'm going through it, around it, uh, finding a way. Um, Michaela had, and she had multiple 10-plus or 10-assist games. She had multiple 10-assist right? games, yeah, which, last which uh, only about 50. And it's only happened about 15 or 20 times in program history that yeah. somebody has had 10 assists in a game, and she did it twice as a freshman. <laughs> yeah, so I think that speaks to her ability to make plays. And Michaela is she she just she like reads ball screens well. She she plays at a good pace. She that's something you never have to coach out of her. Um, and I think the the things that for her that make her unique too is that she's worked really hard this summer on just being a scorer as well and, like, making the right read and not just, like, getting setting somebody up. And I think that's always hard for a point guard uh, by, like, true nature of being a point guard to do. Um, I remember I had to do that when I was here, my transition from sophomore to junior year, and that was, like, really hard to, like, embrace. But when you do it, you know, it's it just opens up your game a lot because you just don't see the next play. You just you also, like, see the moment and what you should be doing right then. But um, Michaela's she's done a lot of work to do that. She's a total gym rat, like – like I just saw her downstairs this morning. I just saw her today <laughs> when I went down in the gym as well. I yeah. I uh, I went in the gym. I wasn't sure if you guys had an off day or not. Yeah. I went in there to peek my head in, and there's Michaela, Stephanie, and Madison, Madison Pack, mm-hmm. uh, all in the gym shooting threes, Very rebounding, cool. practicing. So yeah. that was good to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's you know she's just like I said, like a total gym rat. Loves the game. Loves to watch the game. I think that's how players also get better. Is like if they love to watch basketball. Because uh, you just learn so much by watching, you know, and there's a lot of special basketball going on from the WNBA to the NBA to college basketball. Um, and so, you know, I think she's a player that, you know, she just she just wants to do what's best for the team, too, and have your point guard be that. And that's really special. Right. And to just be able to think the game for you a little bit. And, you know, whenever I tell her something, she's like, I got you, coach. Like she just she instills a confidence, too, on the floor, you know, when you're coaching her that, um, you know, has been has been great for us. 
Now, before I hit our last returning starter, I'm going to stick with the point guard position mm-hmm. and have you talk about the fact that now you have two true point <laughs> guards on this team mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Carly Rivera, one of your freshmen this season. Uh, talk about Carly a little bit and how, what that means to have somebody else in that role. Oh, it's going to be huge. Uh, Carly's already learned so much from Michaela, and she also brings her own style of being a point guard. Carly is very smart. Um, in the classroom, too, very smart. <laughs> but she she just thinks the game. She sees the floor well. Um, I think that playing with Michaela, too, she's understanding this pace that, we've, that I sort of touched on, that Michaela plays at a really, really great pace. And Carly, any young player, that's, like, hard to do when you transition into college because you come from high school and club basketball, and it's just different. Everybody's bigger, faster, stronger. Um, and I think she's she's gotten – that's the one thing, like, Carly's been really adjusting well to now. Um, but she just thinks the game. She loves watching film, similar to Michaela. Um, and, like, is constantly like, – like, hey, coach, what, what should I do here? Or can I do this? Or can – you know, she just – she's thinking ahead a lot too, which makes her makes her a really, really great player. But um, Carly has played a really high level already, which has been good. That's helped her have this – make this adjustment a lot easier but we're looking forward to her giving us some really great minutes this year as well and you know just and just being another floor leader for us. And not only that I would say with Carly but she has a point guard on this team to go to a point guard with experience which mm-hmm. is something you know Michaela really didn't have last year. She you know you have other people on the team that had played the point guard position last season but neither of them really a true point guard. So you, I mean, you got to think that that's going to help Carly's development over this year to have Michaela to go to and to see what Michaela does on the floor and with the offense, with the defense, and learn how to play the position. Totally. I mean, it just it takes pressure off of everybody because they can both run a team in practice. They can both they can go head to head. They can they can challenge one another like that. There's already been good competition between the two of them. You know, which I think when you have inner position competition, that's when you get better because you're getting better in practice every day. So I think for them, and it also lets other people play their natural positions like Riley and Janaya and Andrew. You know, they just get to play off the ball a little bit more. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be huge for them to play three years together and really grow together and and form a special, uh, you know, a special bond for us in that position. And then moving back to our returning starters, Mm -hmm. this is our fifth and final returning starter from last season, Lillian Kennedy. (laughs) She played in all 27 games for you last year. And then once she got into the starting lineup, she started the last 21 straight. So it took her six games to get into that <laughs> starting lineup. But when she got into that starting lineup, she stayed in it the rest of the season. She yeah. proved to you that she belonged she did. in that starting she lineup she last season. <laughs> uh, she stands five foot eleven, but from watching her play, she plays a lot bigger to me than she stands in Absolutely. terms of rebounding for you, her athleticism underneath in the basket. Not the biggest player inside, mm-hmm. but is athletic and can move around underneath the basket for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we call her Big Lil. Um, she's, you know, Lil is just like, she lights up a room too. She's got such a great positive energy about her. She's a really strong presence for us um, on the court. Like she's a positive force in practice, which was huge. That was like, I think number one, one of the things that really set her apart and got her into her starting rotation. But two, like defensively, she just changes the game for you because, you know, she might be 5'11", but she's 6'3 in her arms. And like, she just, like, she gets deflections. She, she makes up and erases mistakes for people. She can block shots. She can rebound. Um, and she's a good athlete. So she's like hyper agile and mobile. Uh, so, you know, I think Lil's impact last year was, was like heavily on the defensive side and allowed us to do different things defensively. Um, because one, two, she's also smart and like takes pride in like, we call it like quarterbacking our defense where she's kind of in charge of everybody. And like, she's in that back line. Um, 
as a post player, but she's also like a hybrid. Like we call like a lot of these players tweeners in our program, and that's what Sienna is, and same with Lil and a bunch of other players down the list that they're caught between these positions. So Lil can also play on the perimeter. Lil can defend guards. Lil can defend posts. Like she can really defend one through five, and I'm not worried. You know, and um, I think that's what makes her unique and what what really thrusted her into that position for us last season. Um, and she's also a worker. You know, I think that she's a player that has no idea how good she can be because she's she's always been good and done the work. But I think now she's seen what's like to take it to like the next level and really invest in yourself and your game and take care of yourself. Um, and she saw a lot of growth this summer. She got a lot stronger. Um, she's worked on, you know, just her offensive skill set as a whole. Um, and I'm really excited if she can take that leap in a summer and what she can do this year and then moving forward, we're in a good spot with Lil. Yeah, and I want to hit on her defense a little bit more. Uh, I just want to put this out there about Lillian Kennedy. Her first collegiate game against Hofstra last <laughs> season, the season opener, four block shots. Yeah. So that's all you needed to know yeah. about her defensively. Her first game ever <laughs> as a college athlete blocks four shots to help you win the game. Uh huh. And I think – so that's that's a look at the starting five returning. Mm -hmm. And now I want to get into some of the players on the team that two of them, some people may not know. Yeah. And that <laughs> is uh, Hannah Pratt and Callan Spiller. Hannah Pratt, part of that freshman class last year that you brought in but had to sit out the season, unfortunately, with an injury. Callan Spiller came to you last year from Seattle University as a transfer and had to sit out the year, uh, had to sit out the transfer year. Mm -hmm. And now she's back. But she was the WAC freshman of the year two mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. Uh, two players that play in the post, two players with size, two players that will definitely help you rebound this year. And I know that that's something that you really want to see improved upon because that'll help the team this season. Like rebounding margin last season was a, was a thing that maybe prevented the team from winning some more games. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, to start with, well, both of them getting them, it's like we almost have five freshmen, right? So you bring in um, – you know, five players, new players to Columbia women's basketball. But they they both have a, a good energy about them too and they're eager to learn. And I think that's that that's what makes them special too, is that they're gonna they're gonna grow a lot faster because of that. Um, Hannah is very skilled. She I've known her for a while too. I've I have recruited her for a long time and same with Callan, I actually recruited her when she was a freshman in high school and she ended up going staying home but um so they're, they're two people that i've known for a while and and i think they're both really hungry to be like great in their own way um hannah just has a knack for the ball like she just and she's a bulldog like i call i call her and sienna the bash brothers <laughs> um because they're just like wrecking balls uh, and when they're together it's like whoa watch out but um yeah, she's just going to be like a cleanup, like a, like a total like cleanup like person for us um and she has a lot of fun when she plays and she plays very hard all the time sometimes you know like can get her going too fast but um she's skilled as well so that i think helps her out because she's she's a true threat on the other side of the ball too like and so we're excited to see what hannah can do for us this year and then with cal uh callen's got she's got a full year of college experience you know so she understands like what it takes to play she played in the ncaa tournament you touched on she was whack freshman or rookie of the year um and she and she, Cal, she's skilled. Cal's another skilled player. So we're not just adding size, but we're also adding like skill and not just like a project, two projects, right? So uh, Callan's gonna do a lot for us just in terms of like one. And she's got good feet. Like Cal can move, and she's super long. She's got the longest arms like wingspan on our team, I think. And um, I think she's gonna help us a lot on both ends, especially like you said with rebounding. <laughs> yeah, she stands uh, six three in the post there for you, mm -hmm. and Hannah Pratt's gonna 
Stan six one for you, and as you as you said about Hannah, and I've seen the same thing. She goes very <laughs> hard in practice. Yeah. She goes very hard all the time. All the time. Uh, but that's good, and you want practice to be competitive. You totally. want you want people to go hard in practice, and because that can only make your team better. Uh, I'm going to hit on some of the other returners yep. as well to your program. Uh, we're going to start with the senior Stephanie Flynn, mm-hmm. uh, four year player, yep. just like Janaya is. Uh, has played a lot of minutes yep. over those four years. Mm-hmm. Started at the beginning of last season. She had a starting role there for the first month of the season, I'd say. Yep. Uh, but experience on the bench, not only in terms of years, but in terms of games played and minutes played. So mm-hmm. how valuable is that for you? It's huge. It's you know, Steph's like an ace up your sleeve because she can do a lot of things and she understands what we're trying to do. Like she's a system kid, um, and so and she it, she answers the call a lot. Like Steph's not a post player per se, but like last year she shut down two post players, like one in the Big Ten for us last year, and then one to start the kick off the season early for us at a home. I think on our home opener. Like and we were like, well, where'd that come from? Like, but she just it's because she plays within herself, um, and she and she's like not a super high risk taker so she understands when we're when we play risky and do things to like take risks and we're being aggressive but she also like just makes the right play um so for us to have that coming off the bench with size and she can shoot it um that's that's really helpful <laughs> you told me she can calm the floor for you totally. in moments when uh, you, you want you, you want to play a little bit more of tempo of a style but sometimes if things get a little bit too frantic uh turnovers are happening on the floor she's that person who can kind of calm everything down for you yes absolutely she her and riley are similar that way where they 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 just play at their pace um which you need and steph can also play a variety of spots on the floor so you can you can put her in with a, a big lineup a small lineup doesn't matter and she's going to fit in because she can play inside and out um so she just she brings some stability for us which is huge with the young program now we're going to hit the returning juniors. We're going to start with Andrea McCormick. Mm-hmm. Last season, she did some things <laughs> that I don't know if anybody knew she was capable <laughs> of, but it was awesome to see. Uh-huh. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is that reverse that she hit yeah. at Princeton <laughs> as you guys were mounting a comeback against Princeton yep. in the second half that she hit against Bella Allery. Yeah, I mean, totally. The I mean, arguably, if not, I mean, obviously the best player in the league. I mean, somebody that yep. might go on to play in the WNBA. Absolutely, she definitely will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to be able to do that against her. But then the second half of last season, I mean, due to various things, due to injuries, mm-hmm. due to whatever else, she played for you. Absolutely. The second half of last mm-hmm. season. So, again, somebody who comes back who got a lot of Ivy League minutes mm-hmm. last year, especially toward the end of last season, and showed you what she can do on the floor. Andrea is a tireless worker and is completely fearless. It's really refreshing. That's what I loved about her when I was recruiting her. I've known her since she was a sophomore in high school. Um, so I've had a long relationship with her as well. And she, and she just like, she's like hangs on to like what you say and is like, and you can tell she like means it and believes it. And she, she's, she's going to be a really great leader for us. She's doing a great job um, coaching her teammates up, um, staying positive staying like focus, focused on the mission at hand um and she told she also is like we call her saucy she also like does things like that are just unconventional when she plays which that's what makes her good as well you know she's by nature andrea can really score the ball um and at every level you know she's got a mid-range game she can really shoot the three um and she's not afraid to like get in there and mix it up and get some contact go to the free throw line so that's and that's why she earned playing last year is because she understood like you know when you grow into a system after two years and she battled a few like small injuries and things that held her out at, at several times throughout her first two seasons but 
she's she's also an experienced system player for us where she understood and is willing to take chances and just compete for it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to having her back, you know, as, as a junior and a leader for us and just somebody that she's she's going to do what's right for the team too. And and I think she really took a big leap for us. And why she started playing a lot too is on the defensive end, she just bought into con- concepts and like really worked hard all summer to make sure that she like got her foot speed to where it needed to be. Um, and that she was just being smarter with, with, with her approach and her angles. So she's, I think she's going to have a special year too. I'm excited to see what she's going to give us. You call her saucy. I saw a few saucy no look passes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No look passes. Yeah. Her sometimes last we got to rein her in. I'm like, Dre, <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Yeah. No. Time and place for the no look passes. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, they looked good when they. They when do they look good. It. They do. Yeah. She's uh, and and she just like everybody loves her on the team. So you know, I think it's it's fun. Like everybody wants her to do well. Uh, another returning junior for you, Madison Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stands six foot three. Mm-hmm. She, I've, I mean, you know, I know she can shoot the three. Oh yeah. Uh, but she can play the post, and you know, I've seen a little bit of a transition out of her over the course of the first two years. And then when I saw her this season, I mean, the first thing that I saw is I thought her first step was a little quicker this preseason. Mm-hmm. I thought sh- uh, she looked a little more athletic. You mm-hmm. know, hit the weight room. Uh, what do you see out of Madison Pack for your team this season? Yeah, Matt, so Matt started for us when she was a freshman, and she did a lot of really nice things. She's a smart player. Um, she she is who she is. She doesn't take a lot of chances. Like, she's also one of those, like, system players for you. Um, but, you know, I think, like, Matt, she also put a lot of time in from last year to this year to just get herself in, in a place where she is, like, as ready to compete every day as possible. Um, just And she takes care of herself. Like, she's really mature at her age. Um, and also, like, extreme, like, one of the nicest, nicest student athletes, you know, here that she just, she, she's there for her teammates. She knows how to take care of people. She loves being around her teammates. So she really contributes to the culture that we wanted to build in terms of, you know, it's, it's, it's about each other. It's about the program. Um, but Madison, too, like, like you said, she can shoot the three. She can pass. She's, you know, she's got good hands. Um, she doesn't turn the ball over, you know, so I think there's there's a lot of value there. And then she's, like, another player, like you touched on, Kyle, that, like, is just experienced with minutes. So, you know, she's somebody that I know we can go to, and I know what she can give us. Madison Hardy, <laughs> returning sophomore for yep. you this year. Yeah. Played in every single game as a freshman last year. Yep. Started twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, four-time Ivy League weekly honor roll selection. Average north of seven points a game last year, can really shoot the three. Uh, talk about the weapon that she is off the bench for you. Uh, Madison Hardy, what a... Uh, <laughs> she's so funny. Um, she's a gamer. She's a total gamer, like top to bottom, more than like any other player that I've probably coached like in my career. She loves the moment, loves it. I think we all got to see that last year at different times. Um, she can also score in bunches, kind of like Riley can, uh, because she is, like, a natural shooter-scorer. Um, she, she also, like, totally plays with instinct, and not a lot of players do when they're trying to, like, play a system or a style. Like, they get caught in thinking or overthinking, and that is just not her at all. So she's unique that way for us because she, she'll just go out and make plays. And sometimes it costs us, and, you know, a lot of time it doesn't. But I think for her, the big jump that she's taking this year is, like, she's really focusing on being disciplined and locked in to whatever our coverages are or, you know, on that side of the ball. And then, too, just, like, 
you know, being more than just a shooter. I think that for her, her identity, and she's super smart. So it's we want to put her in more situations where she gets to make decisions, but just also just like read the game, read the game. So, but she's a fun, fun player to watch and coach, and and she's also somebody that just brings a ton of energy to our program. And speaking of being a gamer, those <laughs> two threes that she hit at the end of the Brown game last year yeah, at Brown. I mean, big. as a freshman oh, yeah, it's huge. to hit those shots. I think you were trailing. The team was trailing both times she hit those mm -hmm. shots yeah. in the final minute big, big of the moments. game to win the game. I mean, she proved herself I totally. think in, the, in, the, in that moment to kind of say three-quarters of the way through the season, all right, I'm not a freshman anymore. No, no. I can hit these kind of shots in these kind of moments. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, I've, she's another player. Like, we always joke about her and recruiting because she was – she went a little radio silent for a while there, but we, we ended up with her, so it's all good now. But she – um, <laughs> she I mean, that's what she did, though. Like, from high school to AAU, like, she just hit shots. Like, and you'd be like, wow. Like, that kid, she can score five threes in 30 – like, in, not 30 seconds, in a minute 30. You know, if she gets hot, she wants the ball, too. Um She's not afraid of moments, like I said. So it's yeah, she definitely proved her status last year. Somebody that can show up for you. All right, and these are the now we've made our way all the way through the roster. So mm -hmm. we've got two freshmen to hit on. We already touched on Carly Rivera when we talked about uh, Michaela Markham being a returning point guard, returning starter for mm -hmm. you. So now we're going to hit on the other two freshmen, uh, Caitlin Davis. Mm -hmm. uh, she's one of those tweeners. Yep on your roster at a Norwalk, Connecticut, uh, Greenwich, Greenwich Academy. Uh, let's talk about Caitlin first. I mean, just the size that she gives you and the athleticism that she gives you. Mm -hmm. um, it might surprise a few people. Yeah, I think um, Caitlin's like a total joy to watch. She's extremely athletic um, and physically ready. You know, she, she came in and, and that was important to her. Like she was bought into like the weight room and that mindset of like, you know, making gains, I guess you could say. And um, she's learning a lot right now. You know, I think for her, there's just like, at times the game has moved really fast, like in this learning process, but she's also has not backed down from any challenges. Um, and so what, when she plays free and she plays, you know, just with instincts, she's she's really fun to watch. Really, really fun. I, you know, I, I, I really, I think that she's going to do some special things this year for us too. And I'm looking forward to seeing her just play and go have some fun out there. And then last but certainly not least, Abby Shue out of uh, Parkland, Florida. Played at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and then graduated from uh, St. Thomas Aquinas High School. Uh, talk about Abby Shue. Uh, what don't we know about Abby Shue? What is she going to do for you this season? Mm -hmm. Abby is – she loves the game. She's like, one, she's like Michaela. She's always in the gym. She's always working on her game, asking questions – um, and she, Abby is, is a special player as well because she plays really hard and she competes. Like she just loves to compete and wants to be great, which I think for somebody to like be able to say that when they're this young, uh, is, is unique. And, um, so she's like fearless for what she wants. Right. And the way that she's already shown up in practice and just made her impact on the team and gained respect from other players has been special. Uh, it's really hard to do that when you first walk into a program, especially when all of your starters are returning. And you said, like, you added off all those stats that we had. Uh, so for her to do that and, like I said, like gain this respect so early, it just is a testament to who she is as a person and also what her work ethic is. All right, so we've touched on all 14 players on this year's 2019-20 roster. Season opener Tuesday, November 5th That's at right. Albany, uh, 7 o'clock tip. And then your home opener is Thursday, November 7th at home against St. Joseph's. Mm -hmm. Your first game at Albany. 
Obviously, the goal is always to win. But regardless of the outcome, what would have to happen Tuesday for you to consider that a successful season opener? Yeah, I think, you know, for us, it's really to, fo- like, I, I touched on this, like, pretty early, but focus on us, be who we are. Um, it's it's another, you know, day day in the lab for us. It's not just like, oh, it's a game day, and now everybody's on 10, right? So we kind of talked about how game days have to be a reflection of our everyday habits and not just, it's a game day, let's ramp it up. So to be so locked into what we're doing that we have that level of focus is is the main um, thing we're focusing on right now, for lack of a better word. But it's it's been really important that we address that every day in practice. Um, and then that way, too, like we just more naturally will like adjust and adapt as things go on because Albany is going to do different things. I'm sure they graduated a lot. They have a lot of new new players that are in their system. Colleen's a great coach. So, you know, I think that we have we have a nice challenge ahead of us and I'm excited to see how our team is going to compete. I think everybody who follows this program is pretty excited about this season, to say the least. Uh, coach Griffith, really appreciate the time. Uh, I think that was a good way to start the season. Good Definitely. luck. Good luck on Tuesday at Thanks, Albany, Kyle. and yeah. then uh, everybody who follows Columbia women's basketball hopefully is at the uh, home opener Thursday against St. Joseph. Come on out, and we have another one right on that Sunday against Fordham. Yes. so would home love to Sunday have against Fordham. Lots of people in the seats. Uh, we'll run through the. I, I'll touch on the non-conference schedule a little bit. A uh, couple games on the road over at Buffalo Pittsburgh area against Buffalo and Robert Morris. Uh, four straight home games uh, to run through December, starting well, starting November 30th. Milwaukee, Georgetown, Davidson, NJIT. You take a trip to Nashville this season, so that'll be exciting to take on Vanderbilt <laughs> and Tennessee State. And then you come home to close out the non-conference season January 4th, the new year uh, against Mercer before Ivy League play starts. Four appearances on SNY this season, so that'll be exciting. Four live television appearances on SNY. Most games in all of our home games and all Ivy League games will be on ESPN+. Again, thanks for taking the time to join us, Coach Griffith. Columbia basketball fans can purchase season and single-game tickets online by visiting www.gocolumbialions.com tickets or by calling 888-LIONS-11. As I mentioned, ESPN Plus is the home of Columbia men's and women's basketball this season. Subscribe to ESPN Plus by visiting ESPNplus.com. That's ESPNplus.com. Subscriptions start at $4.99 a month or $49.99 annually. Thank you for taking the time to join us this week, and we hope to see you all this season at Levian Gymnasium.